welcome everybody to our first recap uh, podcast episode, however you want to call it, of the Miami Grand Prix with the F1 Money Gang. Uh, we had a special intro because it's us uh, Mercedes boys here, myself and Capper. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good, man. Yeah, it was uh, an overachieved weekend for Mercedes, yeah. to say the least. Oh, yeah. I mean, Russell did great. I thought that um, I was uh, I was not expecting Lewis to get into, you know, the top five, but he did good. I mean, he kind of pulled at the end. We all had the top eight bet on the in the discord. Some of us did, mm-hmm. I know. And uh, so it was a sweat at the end, but he but he got there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, actually, that that pass on Gasly was uh, I did not expect that. But yeah. It, I mean, it just comes to show uh, how Mercedes is always consistent with their strategy and drivers. Uh, Shit box car this year, and they still find a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, and yeah. Um, we uh, we unfortunately lost the community bet. Uh, it was kind of a, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say it wasn't a long shot, but it was. Uh, you know, he started uh, 18th, I think it was Lance Stroll, and uh, he actually yeah. did push at the very end, but. He was just just back the whole race. I don't even think he overtook anybody until the last maybe 10 laps or so. Yeah, I don't know if it was his, just his hard tires. For sure, is being stuck behind a DRS train. I, yeah. You know, they don't have the best top-line speed uh, on the straights, but the car is just phenomenal like throughout turns. Um, so it didn't do him any favors, and... I mean, you could see with some of the other teams too. Like, I mean, Magnuson was also in that same position where he was actually, you know, keeping up with the Ferrari, well, Leclerc, uh, most of the time. So, but yeah, that, that, that was a, that does suck. Um, I think that at the odds, though, that we spotted it at was pretty good. Um, I think it was plus 150 for, when we were talking about it, I think we first spotted the Aston Martins both top 10 at plus 175. Then we looked and we were like, well, Stroll is plus 150. I mean, you're better off maybe taking Stroll at plus 150 than the 175 because what happens if Alonso, right, has DNF? Yeah. You know, you might as well just take that 150. So at first it just went from, I like that. Uh, <laughs> we got a little confident. In what Stroll's ability could be in that in this track, and it just didn't work out. I, I, I mean, obviously, if a safety car came out, that would have changed everything. I think that it would have probably hit because of that strategy. But you could have probably had a disaster the other way around. But yeah. it is what it is. It happens. And, and you mentioned uh, the safety car. Um, what is your take on the race? As far as did you enjoy it? Uh, did you? see anything that you were not expecting to see as far as like every driver being classified no i don't even think there was a there was none. Set, there was nothing what do you think of the race well like was it what do you well, expect so, red bulls up at the top what was your i think opinion? there is um so i didn't i didn't watch it live i turned off my phone i waited until i finally got home and watch the race uh, on replay. And I didn't get spoiled. So going in, I didn't know what to expect. But from the top, I think we expected that it would be one to Red Bull. They're just so much faster, right? 
like that straight was going to give them the opportunity to pass whomever. Um, I was a little shocked that Verstappen got there faster than he did, but that just comes to show how fast that fucking car is, right? Like, is and in him too. I would say that'd probably be the only little surprise, but not really a surprise because I just expected he'd be in the top too easy within like you know ten laps, fifteen laps. But um, you know, I, I've seen the, afterwards. I finally went on Twitter and I was seeing lots of uproar about how boring the race was. My initial impression is, yes, it was a little stale, but if you can get beyond the one-two, right, there was actually a pretty good overtaking that was that occurred. Um, in the middle of the I, pack. I've, yeah. yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, in the middle of the pack. Like, you're seeing... Like, uh, McLaren started off with their just... just Who knows? Uh, I, I don't know why they picked the strategy of softs, you're in the back. Why are you doing softs to start with? It didn't even last the, both their drivers but six or seven laps. So that was kind of shocking to me. Like, why would you do that? Um, save that that for the end or something. I don't know. Wait for a safety card. Start on mediums at minimum, not softs. So that was a little shocking to me. And that just completely screwed their race. They were, like, bottom, like, five easy. Um Yuki was surprising. Yuki and Magnuson, I think, were... I don't want to say Yuki was surprising. I just think that AlphaTari has been a mess in practices and qualifying, but he's just shown up every freaking race. He's been actually consistent. 10th and 11th, I think, has been his finishing. So that was probably a shocker to me. Uh, and Kevin Magnuson too, just holding within that you know seven to ten position. He did a pretty fantastic. He did a fantastic job of just keeping up there. So um, going back to your question, a um, little subpar from what I've seen. Definitely much better than Baku. I, but it definitely wasn't one of my favorite races. And this is coming from me who. This is the first race I actually saw on TV because last year I was actually at the race. So I didn't really get to, you don't catch the action like you do, like when you're sitting at home on the couch. So, uh, uh, um, but, and what do you think of, no, uh, no oh, I'm sorry, you cut off there at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, what do you think of the, uh, style strategy that, uh, Red Bulls came out with you know starting check yep. with them with the mediums and then then going to hards and vice versa for Max. Do you think that they were saying? Do you do you think that Red Bull was better with the mediums or the hards, and why they uh, chose strategy that they did? I think it made sense. Uh, so one, you can't put Perez on hards to start the race. Your P one you've got to put what's best for him because if he doesn't have hards, then he could lose that position easily to Alonzo and he's playing catch up and you don't want to deal with that. So that's like default. You knew that was going to happen. Um, I would have been shocked if they actually did go with hards to start with. So from that perspective, I think that was totally a right move to do putting max, I think was the right gamble to be honest with you because I know he's ninth. Typically from the, I would say, 
10th below position when you have a medium hard strategy that's where you put on the hards because you're kind of in this long game kind of situation you know you have the advantage of pace even on the hards compared to the rest of the field especially from like that five to ten position so i think that was give credit to horner i mean he he did the right thing i know like there might be some fans that are like, oh, you know, they do not think, what? Well, just throw that away. Like, objectively speaking, that was the right move for for Red Bull to do. Yeah, for and, sure. and most teams did say that the hard tires were the better tire choice for the race oh, itself. Yeah. But uh, I see, like, what you mean. You know, at the start, you don't want to lose the positions, especially yeah. with, with Alonso being right there, who has the pace. You could have lost two positions too, even because Signs was actually doing pretty well. So you're 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 constantly in dirty air, playing catch up. That's the last thing you want to do as a team, right? Yeah. The first thing you want to maybe focus on is let's stay in that first position. Hey, for Max, we can play a little a little bit around with that a little bit more, and the best opportunity for us to get to a one-two is this strategy based off the cars for sure. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. Well, you know, uh, you know, like looking at that, let's kind of go over picks that we did this week in the Discord. Uh, I know that myself, I went six and one on the Discord. Uh, I don't have the screenshot yeah. here showing because uh, it is, it, you know, I don't put them the way that they do. I do it with the slips and and yeah. the odds, yeah. so they're not on here. But uh, you know, overall. As our the the core uh, you know F1 MG group guys that started this, we we were up by almost ten units. Uh, we went f- five and two on the pickems, um, in in which uh, lights out. You know he crushed on Saturday. He went mm-hmm. nine and one in in all in be, in between price picks and underdog. Just uh, amazing. I'm not sure how many units he was up, but uh, we could get that information from him. But he just had a a very good weekend. Um, oh, yeah. You know, like as far as, you know, uh, Jinxy, Renegade, yourself, we, you know, and Integrity, we all pulled everything in one. And we were up more than 10 units if I put in all the pickems. And um, yeah. because I do know that some of those pickems were a 3-4 driver parlay which paid five six seven times so uh so props to lights yeah. out he's the pickems king so totally uh, underdog in 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 uh prize picks for for any of the the listeners out there um that's those are the pickems apps that he normally plays i know i know there's some others but those are the two main so yeah and you and if you guys are not on underdog fantasy please sign up with our link uh or just use the code f1 money gang as we mention it every week well, it helps us, uh, and it helps you because we're gonna be giving you the picks every Saturday, Sunday, or lights will yeah. at least. <laughs> um, yeah, light lights is the king of it, and you know, there's in our Discord channel it is popping. And also, another thing is, is they catch these picks before they move because a lot of the times they'll drop them, and then they just move so quick. And you know, these guys are just on it. Yeah, and. Uh, what is uh one immediately uh, with everything with questioning yeah well I, will, I, will, yeah. I, will, I was going to ask you that uh you know with these pecking even price picks mm. uh do you see any edge in uh, earlier when 
when these apps release their lines? Do you see a better edge on the pick'em apps and the uh, and the DFS than you would on, in the sports books? On your opinion, because you could use more than I can. I can't use Underdog in my state, so yeah. I can't really shop around. I I think so. I mean, they've gotten steady with where to put these driver placements. So for anyone that's never played, they'll put like in last week, for instance, prequal, I think Checo had a, they call it over under, however, more or less, but like what position is, are you going to end up in um, for the grid? So going into qualifying and they had Checo at like three and a half. So meaning that if Checo gets P3, P2, or P1, you know, that you're picking less, you win the bet. That seems like a lock. But the trick for price picks in underdog is you have to pick two or more. So you got to find the other driver, right? So there's a bunch of other drivers out there, and Kevin Magnuson was one of them. You could, like, on a track like this... um, I think he was at 14 and a half. Actually, we even said it. We we were talking in in Discord, Lights and I. There was some news about Haas, and and then I said it like Haas is officially on qualify. You know, race like they got to be on our radar. He posted Kevin Magnuson. He's like, "What do you think about this?" The only reason why I said like, "Listen, I'm not going to have an opinion on Kevin Magnuson," is because it's very volatile. You don't know what you're going to get out of him, right? You One just race don't. he's there, and then the next you, you're 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 cussing at yourself exactly. mid race. Exactly. Yeah. But going back to your question, it was 15, I think, and a half or 14 and a half. Yeah. He he ended up less than that. That's the biggest advantage you can get if you can find the right ones. But then you have like a lot of them are very trappy. I guess is what I would call it. Like they had Russell. Hamilton in like six, seven, right? Like you just, you have to really think hard about it. Yeah. And I know that some of the apps will push the action. Even if one of the two drivers wins, the other one pushes, they might just void the bet or, or, or give you money back. Yeah. Like with other sports. So like in example, we've played around with hockey. You can at least go into the sports book and see like, for instance, they do shots on goal. You can go see the players like, uh, just their odds on shots on goal that day and compare. But with this, it's a little bit more unique because there isn't like a market for no. Checo three, you know, right four. like you, you can maybe, you can maybe, you can maybe go backwards through like top three, top six, but it's still, the odds are not going to be one-to-one on how you would match it up. So it yeah. is a little more challenging in that sense. For yeah. Sure. No, that's good. And, uh, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but uh, I'm gonna yeah. uh, I'm gonna do it first. Uh, I want to say uh, I want to give a recap of my biggest uh, sweat bet that I won this week, and you you oh, yeah. yours while I'm doing yeah. mine. But mine okay. was uh, uh, was um, uh, Nico Hulkenberg to not finish in the top twelve, and man, I was sweating the whole time. I mean, he was in 10th place for about 25 laps and even after he came out of the pits after he changed tires he came out to to i believe he was 14th and then i was like oh my god he's gonna come out here you know stroll still has to go in and this and that and i was sweating the whole time and then 
when Yuki and Straw actually came out with the new tires, they were faster than him. And uh, and but that was the the biggest sweat of my bad weekend. Uh, everything else cash pretty easy. Uh, yeah. You know, like Lou was the top eight. Uh, then I had uh, my only loser was Lance Troll. Uh, not to you know to you know to to be but you and that's like default if it if a community bet hits you've got to bet it oh you yeah, just have yeah, to. yeah and, and, and i actually doubled down there. on it Same. i doubled down on it because it tends like it's normally been alpine top 10 yeah so and of I'm course already, I'm, that, they win. <laughs> of course well and i bet that i guess yeah but like i think i've been betting alpine top 10 every weekend since last year anyways but yeah. like you bet you auto bet a community bet is what, 17 and five now so you have yeah. to yeah um wait so are we saying like a bet that you won yeah. like last second or like or was the biggest sweat the whole race where you were worried about it you oh, okay. were nervous about it where i you would like, say i would i would say mine um i'm a big head-to-head guy and for me it was definitely because I could easily say Alpine, I did have Alpine top ten um, plus one seventy five, but I was kind of confident in that more so than Hamilton over Ocon. I did pick Hamilton over Ocon. I know some people had Gasly over Hamilton, and I stayed away from that. But the the reason why I picked Hamilton over Ocon is because it was the same odds as uh, over Gasly because it was like minus one fifty five over Gasly, which was kind of weird. I probably should have taken the other side, but I didn't want to bet against it but that one i was sweating i wasn't sure if he was going to get to uh get to passing ocon it seemed like at one point he was kind of stuck behind that drs train um and he he ended up doing it i mean close second was russell over leclerc i think i was on an island on that bet i think every like jinx had that i think everyone had it i just did not see it um as many of you may or may not know we actually do use a lot of the data me and lights have been working through a lot of data so to give us some implied moves on head-to-head matchups however we want to see it and we've improved it over the past few a few weeks it's been kind of tough because not every weekend has been uh similar like we've had the weird sprint in baku fp2 in Aus- in australia kind of mess things up for us we felt like this was the first weekend we can see FP1 through three and get some good reads. And it, it it's worked so far. Um, so that one was my, my sweat bet. Yeah. And, and, and the, another thing to mention for the Discord, we got so many guys in there and there has been so many new people. We thank everybody who joined this weekend. Uh, but there's everybody sharing some kind of an inside that they see or some kind of an edge. And, uh, you know, you could always find something uh, that will either back your bet or can make you more confident in your bet. So please join the Discord. We're over a thousand members now, which is great, considering yeah. that this was just was just started just a year ago. And it was just a fun little Discord group, you know. Not even, man. Yeah. I think we started this thing in June, even. I joined in July. And it was after the, uh, uh, it was right before the summer break. So yeah, I was, I was there like, in July. Yeah. Who is this lights out in in McButters guy asking me to join his channel? And then here here we are yeah. a year later. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
All right. Well, t- uh, there was a um, something that we we all we wanted to talk for a while was DFS, the fantasy mm-hmm. side. We have yeah. some uh, guys in our group that uh, that actually we talk about DFS a lot, and um, you know we have a a member in the Discord, Garrett, who has been sharing line uh, like winning lineups every week since the start of the season. They might not be the number one lineups but they're always in the money you're always either making double your money or triple so i want to give a shout out to garrett uh, who i hope can join us one day on a podcast to talk dfs yeah man fantasy he's solid he he's got some good insight i like that he focuses purely on dfs and it helps out so much as someone that is very newbie to the dfs uh f1 dfs world i would say even all dfs he's really good yeah, yeah, yep. And uh to to talk about that is uh this is not my lineup. This is the lineup that uh won yeah. the biggest Yuki. So so Captain. let me talk about this. Let me t- t- tell you about this. Yeah. So we uh so this is the lineup I join in this tournament every week. It's the biggest tournament on F one on DraftKings. It is a $15 entry. You know, you pick five drivers, constructor. One of those five drivers has to be a captain. And if you look at this lineup here, you see Yuki as a captain. And you're starting to think, like, what am I missing here? What's going on? And, uh, you know, like, but when you do, like, when you take the strategy and you're, like, looking at Yuki, you're looking at Logan there. It's like, hold on, these guys started 20th and 17th. Why are they in your lineup? But when yeah. you start to build your lineups, you need to look at uh, how you gain points in uh, in 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 DFS. Uh, like yeah. What are some of you know some of the criteria? The way that I see this is that he this user you know started with the constructor and said, okay, Red Bull is gonna win the race either or, so they're gonna have to be automatically. And as you can see, seventy one percent of the of the pool, which was about seven thousand people, uh, picked Red Bull. To win the race as a constructor then he t- he took some low drivers like logan and yuki that started from the from the back of the grid almost you know mm-hmm. uh like uh, you know like especially logan there was no way for them to lose points there was uh, like absolutely no way and with him putting yeah. yuki as a captain he was able to save on salary cap to use max verstappen george russell and even kevin magnuson who was very cheap even though he started in ford he had a you know like he lost i believe was uh five or uh, he finished in nine right yeah it says it says five grid oh, yeah, yeah, minus yeah. five grid so is that like i guess that's minus five points for losing spots yeah which goes back to your statement right which is he maximized every slot with points in in the best way yeah, and and uh, and as you could see there, Yuki was only used in the one percent as a captain, which mm-hmm. automatically gives you this uh, this advantage. Or like in a big big pool like this, treated as NFL, you know, yeah. like like yeah. I know you play NFL, and with NFL yeah, you mm-hmm. might have uh, Macaulay Hardman as one of those weird wide receivers that you just put in so you could get Pat Mahomes, and and he goes for four yeah. touchdowns. And you win the biggest tournament, you know. And uh, happened yeah. happened to me. I won one of the big, you know, one of the big tournaments in uh, 
on FanDuel years ago, and my quarterback mm-hmm. was Blake Bortles, but he had his career game, and he was owned by like two percent of the people. <laughs> so, so yeah. sometimes going in the strategy is is a good way to do it. And um, and and I want to talk about uh, there was a user in the Discord who mentioned, uh, "Hey, how do you guys pick your lineups based on what kind of pools are you playing in fifty fifty cash leagues?" Yeah. Or, or the big yeah. Pools. Like, what is the strategy? Because I feel like, and that's something even I would like to understand is, is because you don't want to pick the same lineup for the one of those big pools, right? Like the twenty that, like that's the one you want to use for like the ten thousand people to five thousand, whatever that has this weird payout. Yeah, but like head to head. What and, do you want to do and, there? Let me just uh, uh, repeat the lineup that won this week. Uh, the biggest tournament on DraftKings was Yuki Tsunoda was uh, the captain, Max Verstappen, George Russell, Kevin Magnussen, Logan Sargent, and Red Bull as a constructor. And the guy cashed in twenty grand with a fifteen awesome. with a fifteen dollar entry. Shout out if you're watching this. Get in the Discord. Hey, so join you can our, give just us, join, yes. join with us, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll love that. Uh, I might try to find him on Twitter, see if the username should, comes man. up. So I'd love to bring someone like that in. Like that is, uh, I mean, but like going back to your point, I, you know, I've been now more actively playing. I haven't played every race. I think I've done two out of the five, three out of hey, the five. Hey, you won the F1 MG one this week. I mean, I finally won last week. Yeah, and and. And I think I kind of went with what. Let me go back and see what I put. But I, I went with the strategy where I was like, well, do I want to go and do something like that? Right. You put that guy that is just, you would not expect a Yuki. But I kind of rushed myself and I said, you know what? No, I will. I'm going to pick someone different. So I picked someone a little, a little higher. Um, and I'm trying to get to it. Yeah, but well, had, while you're looking at that, uh, I could yeah. talk a little bit about the uh, yeah. how I pick uh, cash leagues, fifty fifties, or just like my ten buddies yeah. that were that were yes. that were playing league. The way that I look at those types of leagues versus the big pools is that in the smaller pools, you want to mm-hmm. have that stud, you want to have that Max Verstappen, you want to have that big. So smaller pools is what though? Like smaller pools is like. I've, me like cash leagues like the nfl are called the cash leagues where there's just maybe 10 people and you have a grand entry well, we're not talking about like a hundred plus this no, is no, no. like we're talking about five six guys maybe 10 That's guys it. and yeah. uh the way the that i treat it is is uh i need to have that stud because if you don't you're yeah. all, all you're already automatically losing there you know yeah, because... and I've done that. I, I know from NFL experience, I learned the hard way early on. Like, you can't just go. You have to pick that right, like quarterback. You, same here, right? Like or running do... back, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is how mm-hmm. I always look at it, and uh, and I always enter in the big pool, but in the mm-hmm. smaller pools, I want to have that stud that I always think. Like, I always pick the person who I think is gonna win the race as my captain because mm-hmm. that gives you automatically. 1.5 points so if you like somebody that is that you think is gonna win i would always pick him as a captain. captain yeah you might want to pay well that's know. funny that's, that's funny because i actually did do it in the right way and squeaked by one not even one point yeah you beat you me yeah you beat me by, by one point. not even and 
I ended up doing Alonzo as my captain. Which so was I kinda still... Went, yeah, no, pick. like, I was, I was thinking, like, instead of doing a crazy, weird driver for my captain, I didn't know how many was in it. I just, like, I just needed to create this thing. And I was trying to play around, and I was said, Alonzo gives me the best opportunity because it's and you cheaper. Can build your lineup around him. He's he's gonna get me top three points, and then I put yes, Russell and Gasly were like, and then Red Bull Racing, right? Which so was I was able big to, points, yeah, sixty one points right there, yeah. and it looks like a hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent from our league, got it. Yeah, because um, yeah. there was only yeah. like a few people. Yeah, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but then then you go into the big leagues, the big pools, like the the one that we just showed mm-hmm. with the guy that won twenty grand, and there's six thousand people even if it's over a hundred you kind of want to be bold like yeah you have to be different because everybody will have the one week that i had i shared uh the lineup that we won you know the first place i think it was in jera with the whole points fiasco that we got bumped down we should yeah. have won the first place but that was one of those where i i picked the winner again i i took the same the same strategy because i was confident in it but then i had yeah. people like uh alban started at 17 i had yuki starting at 18 you know what so i just just when lower guys you always want to look at guys who are lower on the grid that can beat their teammate that you're confident in you know like if you have like nick devry and uh and yuki if you're confident that yuki has had a better weekend and he's very cheap, you're automatically getting five points if Yuki beats him, no matter where he finishes. So that's five points. So to that beat your teammate is you get, five points you get automatically. five points automatically. So Alonzo gave me five points just right off the bat. He gave correct? me seven and a half because yeah. you had him as a captain. But yes, oh, if he wasn't that, a captain, yeah, that, yes, yeah. yes. So yes. he would have been so, five. So, yeah, and, that, and I think that's where... You know, I tri- that's why I wanted to pick like a Russell or a Gasly in this situation because I just yeah and you did good because they all beat their teammates so you got 15 points just from these three guys yeah and Hulkenberg disappointed (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh but also you know like uh I try to stay away from two drivers on the same team because you're kind of like they might get into the points but you're kind of like shooting like you're losing value because you might have picked somebody with lower uh, mm. salary and gotten the five extra points because they could have beaten their teammate but if you pick two guys who are on the same team to me that's automatically so right it out a disadvantage don't don't do simultaneous uh teammate uh picks just do Try. pick one from each team you maximize your points because is is it you lose five points right if you don't beat no, your teammate no or, no you get zero or you just get a you get that's a bonus it's, it's a bonus, grid spot yeah. I think it's grid spot where you lose the points. Correct. So if you go lower, it's where you lose the points. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, 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 then, and then you get points if you, like, like Yuki started 18th and he gained eight spots. So he got yeah. about five points, I think, or four points, I think it was. I, you know, I can't wait for the next race because I'm going to sit here and do, like, just a bunch of random big pools Why where not? I'm going to throw just, I don't know, a couple dollars or whatever it is to. I'm gonna just throw just a bunch of them, like, like yeah. Logan Sargent as my <laughs> no, well, no, but no, but let me tell but you, like, yeah, Logan Sargent yeah. lineup won the previous week Actually, as a captain. That's I do want to say I'm I'm there was someone else that posted 
it was me. Uh, it was like it, a, it was me. Well, probably. was it you? There, well, this is this guy was in another Discord. Oh, channel, okay, okay. Bro. Sorry. Then. He he was in another Discord channel and he posted another winner, four hundred dollars in this pool. Logan Sar- and it, and the person that he picked was Yuki actually as his captain. Guy picked Logan Sargent got only one and a half points, one and a half yeah. points. He but he had Red Bull Racing. Fernando Alonso, Max Verstappen, Yuki, and Magnussen. Like, that is clearly the winner right there. Yeah, because for... he already had the top three guys and the winning constructor right there. Although the one you posted got 138 points, this one got 137.8. So. That's so the same guy was in the same pool because I seen that lineup. It, yeah, it sounds familiar. Crazy. To me. Yeah, yeah. No. It, I mean, it seems like. Sometimes you just just write off the captain, maximize the remaining spots because that's where you're going to get your points. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what you put up there. So I agree, and I prefer to get six points from my captain as Logan, or even three points, like you said, one and a half. You said even just get yeah, that. Yeah, you got but... one and a half points, and that was his freaking captain. But then one I can get Gasly or Russell that will give but, me twenty. Yeah. And just just having Max and Red Bull got him instantly into hundred hundred points. So now he's just hoping that like these guys that Alonso worked out. Yeah, he got nine from Yuki, four from Kevin. I mean, yeah, that's perfect. And Kevin probably could have had more points if he just didn't lose so many damn spots. But yeah, yeah, but that's I mean that's one of those things that Garrett also shares a lots of. Different yes. lineups in the Discord, and he will give you the reasoning why he's doing it. So, if you are into yeah. DFS and fantasy, please just take a look at it. Get in the Discord, even share your own. We we all like to talk about our lineups, and it's fun. It, it's a uh, DFS, and you know it's it's fairly new for F one within those platforms. Yeah. So so there's not you know like they're not as big as NFL and NBA and NHL and all those other ones, but. Uh, they're fun to follow, and you could win twenty grand with fifteen dollar bet, you know. So or entry, I yeah. should I should say. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's how I how I look at it. Uh, I love it. I mean, I'm learning something new here too, folks. This is this is something I'm trying to get better at. Uh, I think I'm getting there. I mean, again, it's between Dolcetto and Garrett. I'm learning a thing or two. About yeah. DFS. Nice, nice. Um, well, is there anything else that uh, we didn't cover or we didn't? Uh, mention? The one thing I would say, uh, I, uh, we are in a fantasy league as well. Uh, we use the app Grid Rivals, really good app for um, fan, uh, F1 fantasy. I've used them all. I played. It's kind of similar into the DFS thing where you got to pick like constructor and everything, but. Uh, the salary caps are a little bit different in the way they're set up. So if you're not used to it, you probably will see a little bit different. And the more unique thing about this is you sign the driver to a up to five races as your contract, as they put it. So once you've used that, so I think we just finished the fifth race. So if you've had like Max Verstappen for five races, now you have to pick a new driver and you can't pick Max for one race you so like you have to be very strategic in well what do i do next do i just sign on a guy for one week and just hope that 
you know, but he does well. this works out yeah. or do I actually go a different route? And on top of that, um, you, you gain and lose your salary just based off the production of your driver. So if the driver costs you 20 million, um, I think for Max Verstappen, or let's just, it's actually more, but just, let's just play with me 20 million. Um, and he does well. He continues to do well. He current he, he earns like one or two million per race, right? Three or something like that. Um, but if you do bad, the salary goes down, which means your overall st- salary goes down. So as you're getting through races, you're trying to make sure you increase your salary because when the contract ends, now you can afford someone a little bit higher if you really wanted to, and you keep building up. So yeah, I wish I could very play. I wish it's it's actually it's a lot of fun. It's 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 challenging. We have like I don't know three hundred people in this pool right now, and I think our our own Renegade is winning right now in in it. And then we have like three of the of our guys in the top five. I finally I was, I had a disaster start, but I finally climbed back up into the top twenty. But my salary is a is way lower than everyone else's because i had only signed some drivers to three three races or so um yeah that's so, a fun concept i yeah I grid like rivals that. absolutely fun um if you are playing fantasy like we are also doing fantasy tips we got a bunch of guys that will help you out as well i know you may not be on ours now but again we also do give a lot of fantasy tips and actually um the CEO of Grid Rivals, I think, is in our Discord channel too. He's always there to help. Yeah, he is. Yeah, well, yeah. Give him a shout out if you see him. Uh, and um, well, I think that's uh, that's all I got on my agenda here. And I think this is kind of a fun little episode yeah. that we can start doing here and there um, when we all. I know we all have busy lives, hockey games. No, I think yeah. You know, uh, I just literally walked in the door and just quickly showered and got in on this. Uh, yeah. But no, I think this is this is awesome. I think this is a good way also to just give uh, people an update and um, give a recap, right? Like let them understand like why we won, lost, and we can talk through it so yeah. love it all right guys well uh we hope to get another episode here in the next week or so i know we have a week off until we get the imola gp but uh hope everybody's doing well and uh up until next time yeah see ya man <laughs>